Welcome to another edition of GW Unspoken, and this is where we talk about the things that we probably don't talk about but should, and tonight I want to talk about things such as habits and why our kids, teens, even us as adults have certain habits and uses to do with the dopamine that we need to keep and maintain that habit. So one of the biggest things I got from James Clear's book is how he talks about wants versus haves, and there's already always so much stimulus that we have, like an increase in stimulus of obtaining something rather than actually getting something. So if you think about Christmas time coming around the corner and, you know, big shout out to those families who aren't fortunate enough to have certain things or even like gifts or a nice home-cooked meal or a nice family environment for that Christmas period. A lot of us take that for granted where, not in that situation, but also when we get a present or our kids get presents and there's so much stimulus, so much excitement, so much dopamine running through our brain and neural pathways. But when the children or teens or even us get that present and open up, Yes, we might be happy and might be satisfied, but it's nowhere near the excitement we have in the moment of waiting for that gift or about to open that gift. And I think a lot of times our kids struggle with that. And I think as sometimes as parents, we are, I suppose, almost fools to jump in. And that's a harsh word, but we are almost foolish to, to give in to our kids for things that they think they need all the time just to fit in. And then he talks about some really important things there. He said the reason why we certainly do things, and we know most communities as a culture, we actually want to fit in. But there's three reasons why he said that we do stuff. So James Clear says, one, it's individual. We are skillful or we're very good at a certain talent or we believe so strongly in a certain thing in ourselves, we all do it. So, for example, let's just say suddenly I was a great player at badminton and it was an individual sport but there's an individual need or, or love I have. It's completely different to what my culture is or what my friends might be doing. But that might make us do stuff. The other thing is the crowd. We want to fit in. A lot of people just want to fit in with each other. And we know with teens, especially when they start pushing the boundaries and questioning values and beliefs of their parent or parents, they want to fit in mainly with their peers. So that's another reason why James Clear said that people do stuff. The other one is our culture. So whatever our pop culture is or what our popular culture says that is to be accepted um, within that race, religion, um, that's often what we do as well. So with the kids especially, their dopamine is way higher than the reward. And so how do we change that? How do we change those bad habits? Well, one thing is to remove that stimulus and that will decrease that bad habit. That's the one thing we can do. Phones is a massive one. And I know we talk about that a lot, but get rid of the phones. Get them out of the bedrooms. Kids should not be on their phones or technology more than two hours. Otherwise, it starts becoming an addiction. And we know that once it becomes an addiction, it opens up addictive pathways for other things such as pornography, drugs, alcohol, um, even more gaming, it could be even more social media, online shopping, all those things. The other thing he talks about was increase the dopamine for a new habit. So if there's a nice skill or nice activity or behaviour you want your children to partake in or even yourself, increase the dopamine, dopamine excitement and even variety can add to that to actually improve that new habit rather than keep the old one. He also says the primitive brain, brain seeks reward anticipation and pleasure. It also seeks variety. The trouble is now that everything has been sped up and our brains are unnaturally dopamine dependent. I'll give you an example. Imagine going back maybe 20 years ago, 30 years even, and people are playing board games. Kids are out there playing Monopoly or Scrabble or Game of Life, whatever it might be. And then you get out the video games. You get out your phone they get on, on their PlayStation or Xbox, whatever they might be playing, it's impossible 
for kids to choose board games over video games. It's nearly impossible because the dopamine provided by those video, game, video games is just ridiculous. They now say that video games have got an 80% success rate. So we know that now that kids or teens, even adults are playing games, they want to stay on games because they want to do well and they want to get to the next level or they want to get to the, the next kill level, whatever, whatever the violent game might be. So I don't know if you, you know yourself, but if, you've, if you're a gamer, it's actually inbuilt those games to actually keep you on longer. And that can help, I guess, well, actually stop our more natural trend to stop and have water or food or anything like that. And we've actually seen teens who come to school fully revved up in their brain and don't mean up, and they are so angry because they've been up all night, missing sleep, often missing breakfast because they're raced out the door to go to school, and they've now got overstimulated brains to try and sit down and concentrate in a normal classroom. So how can we change that? I guess the biggest thing we want to look at is junk values versus real values. Junk values gives us our extrinsic rewards. Junk values are often things that we get, we receive, that may be materialistic. We are in a massive advertising culture. And unfortunately, we see our girls particularly going through a lot of things like body dysmorphia and other, I guess, mental health issues to do with foods. And I think advertising has a lot to, to, I guess, to blame for that. The other thing it does, it increases anxiety and increases depression. Junk values is a massive determinant of that. Hey, look, I've got a brand new pair of, of Nikes. How cool are they? Oh, hang on, my friend's got another pair that's even better than mine. Oh, I'm actually not as happy as mine anymore. And suddenly they start the downward spiral. And that's just a real simple va- uh, example, but it could be worse than that, worse things than that. Adults do it all the time. Oh, I've got a beautiful house. I love where we're living. Well, oh, hang on, my friend now lives in a water block, two-story or three-story house. Beautiful views. Suddenly I'm not that excited about that my house anymore. And they compare in a very big comparing society. On the other side, there's the real values. So things that actually increase our intrinsic feelings and have increase in meaning. And they're the things that actually decrease anxiety and decrease depression because it increases our connection. And with an increase in connection and meaning, those feelings and those real values can mean something. Do yourself a favor. If you're a parent out there listening to this, or even if you're a teenager listening to this podcast right now, I want you to think back three or four years ago to maybe a trip that you've been on with your family. What holiday have you had? Where'd you go? What it sound like? What it feel like? When you're in that moment in that holiday, can you experience it? Can you think of it right now? You're sitting back thinking, yeah, I remember that that moment. How good was it? Now think back to the same amount of time three or four years ago and think about what you got for Christmas. Can you remember? Can you remember what you got? If it wasn't a trip or a holiday, what did you get? What was the materialistic thing you got as a junk value? I guarantee you the real values that you had gave you intrinsic feelings because they are the things that make a difference with our connection. Thanks for joining us tonight.